A new collaboration between the BNZ and Ngati Whātua Ōrake in Auckland means that for the first time home loans at a standard home loan rate are being made available for building on iwi land. Banks have traditionally been reluctant to lend for housing on communally owned land because they can't use the property as security for the loans. But the BNZ and Ngāti Whātua Ōreke have negotiated an agreement where in the event of a distressed mortgage, the hapū would take over. Fourteen homes are under construction in Hawaiki Streets in Ōreke as part of the hapū's ambitious housing development on the historic site. BNZ's Head of Māori Banking is Fetu Rangi. Tēnā koe, Fetu. And with us also is Lisa Davis, Chief Executive of the Ngāti Whātua Ōrake Trust. Uh, kia ora and welcome, Lisa. Great to have you with us. Kia ora, ata maria, Catherine. Uh, Fetu, we might, we might start with you because it would be good to hear why this is so challenging for banks. Um, could you speak to that first? Why, why typically... Whether it is Māori owned or Papakaianga land or whether it is anybody trying to do a co-housing deal, for example, it's very difficult with the banks. Can you explain? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, to put it, uh, uh, yes, long story short is uh, we as a bank, uh, as a country, are on a journey in, in understanding working um, the financial system and the competing objectives of Māori organisations and um, for entities like uh, Ngāti Whātua or Rake uh, or uh, other Ahu Whenua Trust, their sole responsibility is to protect their whenua uh, for future generations. Uh, and for us as, as a bank, if we are wanting to enable uh, that asset and leverage that asset uh, like you would for purchasing a home. Uh, we also need to protect our, ourselves in a worst-case scenario. So you can see uh, a natural misalignment there. And then you overlay regulations on top of that that dictate how much we can uh, lend based on a security type uh, or, or a property type. And the, the capital requirements uh, that flow onto the cost to end borrowers there are numerous parts that, that make transactions like this uh, incredibly difficult and um, taking security over multiply owned assets. Reserve bank regulations, I presume those are. So how did you overcome those issues uh, in this case? Yeah, so, so, so in this uh, instance, uh, we have a, um, a, it's sort of a multi-layered uh, structure with Ngāti Whātua. So, they uh, are giving long-term leases to the potential homeowners on their individual homes, uh, and then we are taking a charge over that lease, uh, so therefore the, the house itself, and, and that means we can lend individual uh, home loans to those potential buyers. And we have an agreement in the background with Ngāti Whātua, and uh, in, in um, uh, what would probably call a put option, and in the event of a default, they can come in to protect that house for, for their potential uh, or for their uri or their, or their relations, uh, so that we will never have to step in and uh, sell off a property at mortgagee sale uh, unless it is it is real dire uh, situations. And so from from our perspective, uh, we, we as a bank are not in the business of wanting to um, sell off whenua Māori, especially um, you know, for 
uh, land that is this important to uh, iwi like Ngāti Whātua, um, and this is just a mechanism to protect that whenua for their um, relations. Is it essentially a guarantee, and are there other examples of such guarantees being given in different contexts, or did you have to start from scratch? Uh, it, it, it isn't a guarantee because there is no guarantee that Ngāti Whātua will step in. It is a, a, what would term a deed of understanding and so um, they can make that choice uh, if that ever happened uh, to step in or not uh, but I guess their, their obligations are to their people. I understand. So you could action if need be but this is, yeah. um, this is an understanding that both parties in good faith essentially are taking while the bank also has what it requires legally in order to lend. Yeah, yeah and, and, and us as a bank will do everything we can to ensure any potential buyers are those relations of Ngāti Whātua as well. Kia ora, fitu. Lisa Davis, uh, Ngāti Whātua Ōrake Trust. Uh, first, can you introduce us, please, to the development and, and, and what's happening and what it's going to mean, Lisa? Yeah, sure, no problem. I mean, I'm quite excited. We're building 24 terrace homes and it's a combination of one to four bedroom um, homes that we're making available. But what this means for Fano is access to finance so that they can purchase their own home. And just like Fetu said, around the long-term leases, we have multiple different um, arrangements across all our whenua. But we've got for example, young families that are going in. We've got sisters who've gone in together to buy their first home. We've got two um, cousins who are in their 20s buying their first home. So this is really opening up an opportunity and access to housing for our whānau. What was the Harpu's approach to um, taking this on because um, there is serious responsibility attached here, however things unfold? Could you speak a little bit more about the, the kōrero that happened and maybe the pros and cons that were weighed up? Yeah, I suppose we've kind of had a go at different types of housing for whānau over the past 20 years or so. Um, and in this scenario, it, it's been a long-standing relationship we've had with BNZ and lots of conversation with multiple people over multiple years. And one, it was around providing whānau access to finance, but also it meant, because in Kaingatuatahi, we did the mortgages ourselves. So it means it's sitting on our balance sheet. What this enabled for us was whānau to have access to funds to build their first home, but it also meant it alleviated some of our money so that we can invest in other areas. There's pros and cons to everything. And as we went through the process too, even stepping our whānau through what it meant to get a mortgage. So a lot of our whānau, this is the first time they were even having the conversation with a bank. And then having to share their personal lives from a financial perspective was another kind of shock to some of them but what we did working with BNZ and also Westpac was a wraparound service to walk them through that process as well because it's not just about them taking on the burden of a mortgage um, it's more of an investment in their future as well and that's how we we supported them through that journey um, but we've been doing a lot of financial literacy programs in the lead up to this program as well to support our whānau so they knew what they were getting into and I've got to say that I think both um, BNZ and Westpac have partnered with us particularly BNZ have been wonderful in terms of this journey and getting to this point why we've always had a willingness to work together is when you get into the nuts and bolts of the relationship agreement um, and, and like Fetu spoke earlier about those little details and requirements, regulation points, that it became complex. So 
for us, it's around providing access to homes, first and foremost, particularly first-home buyers, because that access for our whānau is not there as easy as it should be for everyone. Um, additional to that, we also supported whānau by doing a shared equity model where we would put up to 25% shared equity to assist in that deposit. So every whānau had a 30% deposit, which would lower um, the mortgage they would have to take on. So there's been multiple avenues where we've supported whānau to get into homes. These homes will sit alongside other houses being built on the site. There's an image of progress on our website. Listeners, if you want to have a look, there's a magnificent image of uh, Rangitoto in the background. Um, but can you remind our listeners what Ngāti Whātua Oreka is in the process of overall? Overall? Um, so we've got 24 terrace homes. Um, like I said, they're a mix of one, two, and four-bedroom homes. They're architecturally designed homes in our papakainga, stunning views over the Waitemata towards the city of and, and the Maunga of Rangitoto. Um, and for us, they we're expecting the finish of the build to be in September this year. Um, but we've got plans to continue building up Cooper Street as well. This is um, what we're calling Hawaii Street, but kainga, kainga tuarua to a certain extent, or second houses, um, or second tranche of houses that we've got. But we're going to be continually building new whare. Um, but as part of that, we've also designed 10 new whare designed for our kaumatsu and kuia, which are located closer to our marae, um, and those were launched last year. Um, Kaingatuatahi was 30 homes that we built for whānau, um, and they were able to build, like I mentioned, from the iwi to purchase those. And we're going to continue to be building new houses for our whānau in different formats, probably looking more at apartment styles into the future um, and more affordable homes as well. A question to each of you, and, and Lisa, if you um, look beyond the hapu, we've, we've spoken previously um, with those working uh, with the papakainga land and, and wanting to make uh, um, whare for whānau possible, but coming up against the same issues uh, with the banking requirements. Can you can you comment on, on whether this is a frustration uh, around the mutu, uh, Lisa, and, and, and do you want the banks in different circumstances to keep working to find ways to make this happen? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, we recognise that it, it's not going to solve all the challenges for iwi and for Māori landowners across the motu or across the country, but we do hope that it paves the way for similar initiatives and conversations to be had nationwide. Um, there's an opportunity here to create partnerships that look at bespoke solutions um, that also provide impacts for whānau. Um, so while this is a unique in its form, I think it's the first of many that should happen and be considered across the country. And it's around collaboration, just the willingness to have a conversation and probably um, look at all the different possibilities um, outside the regulatory systems as well. Ngamihi, Lisa Davis, Fetirangi, that question to you is the bank and our other banks interested in being approached by trying to come up with solutions for uh, communal and papakainga land in in other circumstances i mean there's a you know there, there is a wonderful uh, opportunity here for the backing and the uh, the support of ngati fatua oreke but but in some of the more rural areas there may not be that scale of backup possible are other solutions being considered yeah, yeah. So um, I, I genuinely think that um, this similar structure can uh, apply to iwi, hapu uh, and whānau all across the country. Um, and so 
We know that Nazi Fatsu are one of the uh, larger post-settlement entities and we know that not all of our uh, ahu whenua or iwi entities have the same financial resources as them. Uh, but what what we have through working with uh, Ngāti Whātua or Rākei is that they are making ways for our small organisations to learn off them. And so we as a bank, uh, our goal is to replicate this model uh, across the country so that um, you know our rural areas can benefit from it. And, and going back to the uh, point around the uh, this this being a, a deed of understanding and not a guarantee. That means that those organisations won't have to carry that um, financial provisions uh, where large organisations possibly could, uh, but small organisations uh, can't. Anya Mihinui, thanks both. Fitu Rangi there and Lisa Davis.